Welcome to the Hot Lava Podcast. My name is Kevin A.C. Potter's beat writer for the Union Tribune, Jay Posner, my boss. Uh, I am uh, in Houston, finally got to Houston, Jay. Uh, how is San Diego? Houston's muggy. <laughs> San Diego's gorgeous, Kevin. Oh, good, good. Glad to hear it. Padres are here for three. They face a couple pitchers that uh, I think are coming off the uh, the IL and, and Framber Valdez, Jake Odorizzi, and then old friend Zach Granke made, uh, I think it's like the third most starts uh, among active pitchers against the Padres, a guy that they've seen a lot. No matter what team he's on, they, they see uh, Zach Granke quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. No, that's uh, that's true. And and uh, by the way, I, I should have started by saying good afternoon to you. And uh, <laughs> I'm glad you did finally make it to Houston. I know you've probably been, you've been up longer than anyone probably who's listening to this uh, right now, based on your travel. So it's, unless uh, you uh, unless you work um, the morning shift at Seven Eleven, maybe <laughs> right, right. So, um, but uh, hey, it comes with the territory, right? It does. It uh, does. Framber Valdez broke the ring finger. Uh, on his hand in, I believe, his first spring training start back in March and has not uh, pitched for the Astros. He's been uh, rehabbing in the minors. He will start tonight. Very good pitcher. Jake Odorizzi was terrible his first three starts of the season, and then they realized that he had the uh, dreaded pronator strain. Uh, I know it always hurts when you hurt strain your pronator, whatever the pronator is. I believe it has to do with the elbow. Um, it's anyway, about pronating, Jay. Pronating. So he's been uh, he's been rehabbing his pronator strain, and he will pitch tomorrow's game. And uh, it also allows them to put uh, Christian Javier in the bullpen, where he is very effective as sort of a multi-inning type guy. Their closer, Ryan Presley, is uh, is day to day, but the Astros are very good. I mean, I was looking up, I was looking at their at their numbers this morning, and I they're quote only twenty seven and twenty two, but. They had a little bit of a rush stretch, but their their offensive numbers are very good. Their pitching numbers aren't too bad. They've got some incredible players, as we know. We could talk about them for a long time, but they, um, like I said, the Padres will have a test. We'll have a test this weekend dealing with some of those guys. Uh, their run differential plus fifty five, which is the same as the Giants, and we know how good the Giants are. Padres and Dodgers are better. Tampa Bay is also plus fifty five. We know how good they are. And uh, the White Sox are the only other team that is uh, above them. One quick weird thing that I noticed, the Astros are a game and a half behind the Oakland A's in the AL West. The Astros are plus 55 run differential. The A's are minus six. So (laughs) I'm guessing that probably won't last much longer. But I, I actually look forward to watching the Astros. They have a lot of players that I like to watch. And, of course, look forward to watching the Padres. And, uh, you know, I don't want to say they're playing well. Uh, they're playing well enough. They've yeah, still, you know what I mean. They've still got some issues. They're they're pitching pretty well, but they've got some issues. They're hitting at times, but they've got some issues. Of course, they're missing. You know, Trent Grisham. Good to see Machado came back the other day. Man, the booze in Milwaukee. What was that? I mean, I know what it was, but how did that sound when for someone who was actually there? They do not like Manny. I would say it is more sustained. Maybe it's not louder than Los Angeles. Yeah. And Los Angeles is just sort of obnoxious. This is like Manny went to all of their homes and stole some cheese. They <laughs> are angry at Manny. Yeah. Um, and uh, I can only imagine if it had actually happened in Milwaukee. Uh, but uh, yeah, that that is it's really something because – the nicest people in the world, Midwesterners, I, I know. generally. Yeah. 
Uh, absolutely fantastic. Uh, of all the places, and I hope to talk to Manny today. What do you think my chances are? I'll answer for you. Not very good. Uh, Manny is loving the lack of access. We'll see what his new excuse for me is today. Hopefully, <laughs> Hi, Manny. Hope you're watching. Uh, I really look forward to talking to you. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he, he, he did look good. Both of his at-bats were really good. And you know what? Maybe has had trouble putting together good at-bats. And who knows? if the shoulder had much to do with it, we don't get much from uh, anybody in the Padres about uh, right. that sort of thing anymore. So, but, but man, well, look what good break, moments. and look what a break did for Tatis, you know, and mm-hmm. when he was, uh, when he had to miss the 10 days. And so maybe it's, it's a grind and it's only may. And sometimes I guess, you know, you get a week, it's, it's kind of like, I mean, you and I don't get vacations, but uh, <laughs> back in the days when we used to, you always felt good coming off a uh, coming off a week's vacation, and maybe oh, that's a little bit of the case here. Oh, Jay, <laughs> the time you talk to me, the day after the Padres season's over, <laughs> until like Christmas. Oh, yeah, buddy, <laughs> Kevin uh, be. That's, what you, that's what you think. Oh, there there is no May. off season. There is no off season oh, anymore, especially hello, Jeff. especially hello, Jeff with this Sanders. team. Hello, Jeff Sanders. Especially uh, this team, we saw oh, that last year. I do want to talk about how exceptional this was. The Padres put Trent Grisham on the IL after uh, three days, but they never put Manny Machado on the IL. He would be eligible to come back Sunday if he'd mm-hmm. gone on. Could anytime you could put him on the day retroactive, come back Sunday, put him on tomorrow off the IL. Once usually, I mean almost always, a guy's gonna miss five days, eight days. You right. just say, oh yeah, okay, we need the bench spot. Manny Machado is so valuable. Maybe there's some truth in that they thought maybe, you know, he could progress and, and play a couple games, start a couple games in Milwaukee. But they're they're playing well. Mm-hmm. It's Manny. So they decided to keep this guy active for the entire time. That's just remarkable. And right. it must be remembered that, that it was without Grisham and it was without uh, Manny Machado that they went in. And, you know, I don't know whether to say they – they stole, you know, one game or they could have, you know, you're disappointed. They didn't steal another one yesterday because, right. yeah. you know, they're not hitting very well. And, and you know, Milwaukee's bullpen's not great, but they do have a couple really good pitchers mm-hmm. and they have good starters. So, OK, I, but you you said it. It's like they're doing enough, but they're not playing great. There's some concern. And now getting these pitchers back for the Astros and the Astros have the best OPS. They have four or five guys hovering around 800 or up to 900 OPS, really good players. Um, this will be, this will be an interesting weekend. Look, Hey, Cubs coming up. Cubs are playing well. Yeah. Uh, we knew it's going to be a, an interesting trip. And Eric Cosmer does know if you just step on the base with two outs, that, that ends, that ends the inning and you, don't have to chase the guy back to home plate and and end up on blooper films for the rest of your life. The rest of your life, right? Just, right? I mean, the poor guy. It wasn't just him too. You, they, the the cub or the pirates the just oh, it's terrible. The oh, Hosmer. Oh. Um, yes, I, I will. I will guarantee you of all the things that uh, Eric Hosmer knows, uh, that is uh, that is something where that inning would have been over fifteen seconds before <laughs> uh, that, that one, or a long time before that one was. Uh, right. So right. Right. Wow, what a what a play. What a play. If you I, haven't seen that, folks, it is it's an all-timer. This Hot Lava Padres podcast segment is brought to you by Jack Powell Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, located in Escondido and serving the San Diego community for over 60 years. 
It's springtime, and that makes everything more fun. And at Jack Powell Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Escondido, we find it fun saving you money during our Memorial Day sales event. Buy now and save with 0% APR financing for 72 months on new 2021 select make and models we have in stock. So if you need a new vehicle and another reason to smile and have fun, visit Jack Powell Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram online or in Escondido, San Diego, serving the San Diego community for over 60 years, where we make shopping easy. I do believe with Manny, the interesting thing is, you know, he came on, was not available in a situation where they might have needed him uh, one night in Milwaukee. But the next uh, next day or the day after, I think, I think it was the day after, he came in and did pinch hit in a big situation and then got a big hit yesterday, I believe, or I, I've even yes. lost track it of it. It was the yesterday. Days, but mm-hmm. yesterday got a big hit in a, a huge situation there. And, uh, you know, look, Hosmer got thrown out, Hosmer got thrown out at the plate. Um, but that happens. I mean, the Padres have said we're going to be aggressive. When you're going to be aggressive – you're not going to be successful 100% of the time. I disagree. But- that was a terrible send. However, <laughs> I knew exactly what Jay Stingler was going to say. Yep. When I say it's a terrible send, that's just my opinion with one out in that situation. Now, you had a but- better look at it because on TV, they mentioned that Hosmer might have been slowing down at third base. We never saw that. So I didn't see him slowing down. I know it's Hosmer, and I think he's playing like he's five years younger. I really do, but it's still Eric Hosmer. Yeah. Oh, heck, Bobby Bobby Dickerson took a good-natured swipe at Hosmer the other day. Said even Hosmer's stealing. Um, (laughs) Hosmer had had to freeze, wondering if Colton Wong was going to catch that ball. And then here asking Haas to go first to third. You had one out. I think it was a bad send. That's me. And I'm also going to say this. Respect the – heck out of Bobby Dickerson and respect the heck out of the Padres um, aggressiveness and running like they do. So like I can disagree with it and still say, Hey, I get it. And I'm good with it because overall that is going to work. And overall I'd say Bobby Dickerson is like eight and two this year. If you know, in terms of, okay. And you know, you and I've talked about a couple where maybe he got fortunate. Well, that's what the Padres do. They force the action. Well, and I, I felt like that was a little bit of what they were doing Yesterday, and if you look at it, I mean, forcing the action, Victor Caratini would not have stolen home if yes. the, if the Brewers had made as good a throw in that situation yep. as they made in yesterday's situation. So I think you know the Padres' attitude is basically we're going to make the other team make as close to a perfect play as they have to make in order to get us. And yeah, with I, I, one out, you're right, probably would have been prudent to uh, to hold him up at that point, but. They are, you know, it's probably wasn't prudent to have Victor Caratini try to steal home. Exactly uh, what I'm saying. As, so as well. So I, I, I think in those situations, I also did not have an issue, and I think you said it didn't even come up after the game with people in terms of uh, Willie Adamas not being intentionally walked. It was briefly mentioned on TV. My my feeling about it is teams in this analytic era have decided that intentional walks are generally not a smart move. Uh, intentional walks are down, I think, about 50% over the last decade. Uh, I had the numbers here somewhere, but yeah, it was actually, I happened, it was right here. There were, it's down 45% wow. between 2006 and 2019. So it's That's just something number. that teams don't, don't do. Uh, and, you know, I know Tatis got intentionally walked yesterday, 
It's Fernando uh, Tatis. It, right, he's Fernando Tatis. He's not Willie Adamas. Willie Adamas, <coughs> 200 hitter this year. Certainly not Fernando Tatis anytime. And just because the guy had a couple hits on the day, yeah. it's not a reason to to intentionally walk him. Puts a lot of pressure on the pitcher because Garcia would then come up with the bases loaded. Garcia's Garcia. a better hitter than Garcia's Adamas. a better hitter. Right. So I, I didn't have any issue with – the only issue that anybody should have with anything in that situation is Craig Stammon threw a bad pitch. And, Craig, look, Craig, Craig Stammon's been fantastic. We've talked about him. That home run – I tweeted this after it happened. That home run allowed three runs. That's the same number of runs that Craig Stammon had allowed in every appearance total, all combined, I mean, since April the 5th. He had pitched really well. It's going to happen. Bullpen, you, that's the thing about the margin for error that this team has been living on a little bit. You're going to have games where the bullpen gives up a couple runs here and a couple runs there, and it's just something you can't do. You know, It's going to happen. You're going to lose games, and it's you know you move on to the next one. Yeah, to me, it's like, okay, you got to split against a team that obviously the Padres don't seem to match up terribly well with, and now you move on and see what happens in the next series. I'm going to say something controversial here. First off, I'm going to say that Craig Stammen didn't have it basically from the start. If Jay Cronenworth had made a diving play like he'd made the night before on the first hit, maybe the inning would have been better. Um, You know, that happens sometimes, especially with Craig in there. Sometimes he does give up some hard contact, but uh, he didn't have it yesterday. He's had it most of the season. Here's my controversial take, Jay. You know, at least 1% of the time, you know, 99% of the time it's the manager's fault. But at least, and you can see my face, so you know it's, you know, the sarcasm. At least 1% of the time, it's the player's fault. You know, the player was out there and got it done or didn't get it done. So yesterday, you know, it was that 1% where Craig Stammen, you know, the the player actually did it. And Willie Adamas hit a bad pitch like he's supposed to. And, you know, what, they got, they had three hits in the inning and, and, uh, or did Samuel walk? I can't remember. He wasn't, he wasn't good yesterday. Eh, Okay, great. Okay. Um, I thought that, uh, you know, Miguel Diaz pitched well. Like, you can't, uh, when a guy loses in the 10th inning, uh, you put a runner on. I mean. Uh, no, the failure there is the Padres in the top of the 10th inning not scoring. That's yeah, the that failure. was unreal. I was like, you know, because, you know, I've I'm, I'm, got my different stories going at that yeah. point. I'm like, okay, all right, one out, two outs. I'm like, wait, that guy's still on second. What the heck's going on here? <laughs> um, they usually at least get the guy to third. Uh, right. But yeah, not, and then again, when that home were- team comes up. With, when no one scores, when that home team comes up, man, I wonder what – I haven't seen what the win probability does when all you have to do is get that guy over and score him. Well, and it's a much it's – it's one of the big advantages of playing at home when you go into extra innings, probably more than ever with this, you know, with Manfred Ball or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, but, uh, but when you have the runner on second, to me, one of the guys we worked with said, oh, they should have had – was it Profar that was batting? Yes, I think should have had him bunting. And it's like, I, I don't think you can play. If you're bunting, you're basically saying you're playing for one run in that situation. Mm-hmm. I think as the visiting team, you can't play for one run because now you go out on the, you go out there and I mean, look how close the Padres, they did get one run the previous game and look how close that run came to scoring. Jake Cronenworth made one of the great plays you'll ever see or else, or else that run would have scored and the inning would have continued. Uh, for the Brewers, I just don't think you can play for one run when you're the visiting team. Now the Brewers, it's easy to bunt the guy over to third base if, you're, exactly the, if you're the home team and the visiting team doesn't score because now all you do need is that one run. Everybody thought that that's what was going to happen at the beginning of last year. That oh, right. sack, boom, boom, and it didn't, and it right. led to a whole bunch of runs being scored. The visiting team was trying to pile on 
Absolutely. In extra innings because, you know, and then if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. That segment was brought to you by Hamul Casino. Real close, real friendly, and really fun. Here is a message from our sponsor. Going out is back, and Hamul Casino has a great event. The All-Star Block Party, June 12th, with free food and celebrity events. All guests in the casino get $20 free play. The All-Star Block Party, Saturday, June 12th at Hamul Casino. Get back to getting out. I'm very interested to see how they do against this pitching staff this week. They get the DH, uh, get Manny back in the lineup in some fashion. But right now, they were really doing well. Let's remember... They, you want to talk about matching up well and, and the Cardinals uh, deciding that walks, you know, they're the Oprah of walks. Uh, and so then you had the, the, the Rockies come to town, the Mariners come to town. I'm not trying to discount nine and oh, that's very special. All that, you know, that'll be in the world series, uh, you know, special edition. That's awesome. Um, but then you start facing some good pitchers. Your offense needs to, you know, be what it's supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, they, they played nine out of 12 games in that stretch against the Rockies and the Mariners. As we talked about before, they swept the Cardinals. That that was impressive. But said even before this trip that, you know, you're going into the into the deeper water here with the uh, with the Brewers and especially with the Astros and the Cubs coming up in the next week. And, and there's no days off and the bullpen, you know, is running out of bodies and you know, I'm not sure bringing up Nick Ramirez is the answer to anything, but he does give them at least a, a, a live arm that uh, that is that is fresh. But, you know, this is a good night for this is where you hope that someone that a pitcher like Denelson Lamette, who hasn't thrown more than 41 pitches in a game this year. Maybe he can give you 55 or 60. Maybe maybe he's good. Maybe he can get you through. Can he get you through four innings? If he gets you through four on 50 pitches. Um, oh, that'd be a miracle for him. It would be. It, w- it really would, especially against this lineup. But yeah. he has been pitching well. And so, because uh, I'm thinking 55 is it? Yeah, is I was top? thinking if he, if he could get through four on 55 to 60. But then, I mean, th- wait, where are you at in the Astros lineup, right? Because yeah. he has, and I don't have it in front of me. I'm sorry. I wrote about it a little bit in the newsletter. Who's available? But it's like four guys, right? And so, yeah. where are you putting Nick Ramirez in? To you know, this is not like there's a whole bunch of holes in this Astros lineup anyway. Mm-hmm. But but in order, if you've got to fill five innings, keeping someone for the extras, uh, the potential extras, sure. You know, so a lot of it, a lot of this, the miracle of this bullpen, Jay, is that the games have been so close. It's not like they've been able to throw. And I'm at, look, I think Nabil Chrismat has been a kind of a godsend for filling mm-hmm. innings and stuff. He's not been terrible, but you haven't been able to just throw in a Nabil Chrismat or a Nick Ramirez. Like those guys have had to pitch medium leverage situations because the game's always two to one or four to three or something. Right. They need to give their give these guys a rest. Yeah, I mean, it happened uh, occasionally. I mean, they had a couple blow the blowout against St. Louis. They had a couple blowouts against Seattle. That's why they but, were in such good shape in Milwaukee, and now right. they're not. <laughs> but now they're, yeah. And I think, you know, and, and one of the reasons is stacking Weathers and Lamette the way they did, you know, on top of each other, that's that's another risk because now you're in the situation. And, and I had no problem the other night, you know, Chris Paddock, I know he'd only thrown, what was it, 68 pitches. Yeah. I mean, the way this, in a 1-1 game like this, Runner on third, they needed to try to get that runner in the way that they've been that they've been going. I, I had no issue with with hitting. For it's Paddock a shame. There. It was that's too what bad. I was just talking about. Yeah, yeah. It was too bad because he had pitched really well, and and he could have he might have been able to go two more innings the way he was uh, the way he was dealing. But that's that's one of the things. Now that won't come into play right this weekend, 
Um, but it won't come into play with the Nelson Lament. So. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, it will not. But maybe, you know, maybe over the next two days. Uh-huh. Um, and That'd be and really think, great for you, Darvish, to do what he does. True. And then That'd is it great. another another Blake Snell game on Sunday? Yep. So, you know, be really good not, for, Blake, for Blake Snell to, to throw six innings as well. Not that the Padres have uh, announced it. I haven't kept official track, but I think we might be almost uh, like it's probably 80 percent of the series. There's been at least one TBD because the Padres, you know, I mean, there's some sort of advantage, evidently, like the Astros don't know that Blake Snell is pitching on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Well, uh, or the other thing is they're hiding an injury from Blake uh, that happened to Blake Snell, I guess, would be the other thing. But I suppose. Um, but some things that I like because I obviously I, I live in paranoia, but uh, some things that I talked to some people about over the last couple of days. I don't know. I think Blake's OK. Well, yeah. I haven't, you know, with this team anymore. Yeah. You don't know. Heck, Austin Nola uh, hurt himself on Monday, and the way that they're doing the catchers, it's like, oh, okay, well, I guess Tuesday's just an off day. Or I'm, I'm sorry, he hurt himself, what, on no, Monday? Said, I think Monday. Okay, and then you're like, oh, okay, he's just taking some off days, right? I mean, yeah. and then, oh, wait, why isn't he in the lineup today? And, right. you know, well, now and, you find and, out he's got an injury. And whatever they said the timing is for him coming back, put me down for the over. I, I don't yeah. even know. I don't even know what they said. I think did, I think you wrote a couple of weeks. There were a couple. He 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 was very optimistic. Jace Tingler okay. was. Okay. Uh, I remember somebody coming back from a broken finger in spring training uh, was going to be a couple of weeks yeah. as well. So I'll I'll just I'll just be on record. And this is big. To, happy to be proven wrong. I'll go on record as saying I'll take the over on quote a couple of weeks. This is big because, um, you know, not only did Austin Nola fill a hole in the lineup, uh, he was he catches very, very well. Yeah. Um, Luis Camposano wasn't even playing well in AAA. Yeah. So it's not like we could say, oh, unless he went down there and somehow learned how to receive and communicate with pitchers better and, you know, be, you know, really get locked in that way. And the 081 batting average or 186, whatever it is uh, in AAA, um, whatever, they'll just live with that. Right now, I mean, you're bringing back a, a liability in Luis Camposano. And if it's going to be for a long time, you have to wonder if there's going to be a move that's made. Right. And you mentioned that they could, that there was another possibility. There is Webster Rivas. He's never Rivas. played in the majors. He's a, he's a huge favorite of the players. He is a yeah. very smart guy, but you know, I think it's probably Campusano, and and that's that's very interesting because he's not ready, and that's not like you know I've taken a little flack on, on on one of the platforms for saying that. I mean, that's like saying the sky is blue. I mean, and yeah. it's look, this guy could be in the Hall of Fame. This guy could end up being Pudge Rodriguez, but right. he's I, not I now. Think, I think, in a sense, what we've seen from Ryan Weathers has ruined it for like every other prospect in the Padre organization because I I think there's there's there are, there are people, and, and it's easy to get caught up in this, where you think, wow, look what Ryan Weathers did. Everybody should be able to do that, and if they can, it just means they're a bust. That's not the way baseball usually works if you look at it going through going through t- you know time, is that guys usually need a certain amount of, of seasoning in the minors. It can and be up to Ryan, five years. Yeah, and Ryan be- Weathers was a guy that, you know, look, for whatever reason, uh, has come up and has done has done very well. And at the same time, you know, he's throwing four innings or so. So he's he hasn't been a six or seven inning guy yet. But obviously, this I'm not denigrating Ryan Weathers in no, any way at all. No, 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 no. But I do think he's been outstanding. And 
he's helped to ruin it for a lot of people that are in the system because it's like, how come everybody else doesn't have a, can't come up here and have a 1.3 ERA uh, after 34 innings? He has a, he's special in terms of, first off, good stuff, but a mentality. I mean, his interviews are terrible, but I really believe it's that simple to Ryan Weathers. Well, I, I go out there and I throw strikes. Yeah. I mean, I just go out there and do my job. I, that's what I do, right? Like, that's what I saw my dad do. That's what I do. Okay, that's special, man. And guess what? He earned his way onto that playoff roster. But he might be pitching in AAA right now if Denelson Lamette and Mike Clevenger uh, yep. weren't hurt. If Chris Paddock were pitching better, he might not have come up and pitched in the, uh, in the NLDS last year. And then he would have pitched in spring training this year and they would have been like, yeah, okay. Um, but they, look. Yeah, he never, you're right. He never would have been on the roster. They would have said, no, special. he needs to go to the minors and, and pitch at least for a month or two or something. Because uh, he would And maybe he he'd been any, called up now. Like, you know, right. but, but. He hadn't pitched any higher than eight ball. Low AJ, right, right, low A, and he wasn't. So he's he's special, and the circumstances fit it. Um, so yes, it's a really good point um, that we all need to remember. And and gosh, my my point of view is to like, go, wow, this is really cool to watch Ryan Weathers. I don't hate Mackenzie Gore because of it. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. Or Luis Camposano, or anything like like that. I mean, it's just you know those guys are the organization's obviously very high on those guys, and they're going to they're going to be either right or wrong on them, but you, you would think that they, they have a record of knowing what they're doing, at least on these, uh, on these kind of things more often than not, they have been, uh, they have been correct. I mean, they are, they are the guys that drafted Ryan Weathers. They're the guys that did trade for Jake Cronenworth and, and Trent Grisham and, and Tommy Pham will say, but Tommy Pham has been better as you, uh, as you pointed yes. out after the game yesterday, his, his numbers have improved. He even hit a home run the other night. It is startling, Jay, how, look, he hasn't looked great, okay? But it is also startling how unlucky he has been. Like, yeah. when you dig deep and you go, well, all these numbers are pretty much the same as what he's been doing, but his batting average is 20. I mean, it's now 205, which is higher than it's been in, like, a month and a half. Yeah. Um, so, 206. Uh, so, we'll see. And at least, as he pointed, he's he's at least getting getting walks and he's getting on base. And, and there, you know, look. Sooner or later, guys need to get hits, which he has been doing. But at least if you get on base, at, you know, at a at a three forty five clip, that's pretty good. I mean, that's above that's above average. And we saw a lot of Padre teams where three forty in the past where three forty five on base percentage would have had you either first or second on the team. Uh, oh my so, gosh, you might have right. been the only one above three twenty. Honestly, <laughs> I know. I so right, so at least he is uh, he is doing that. And uh, if you know, obviously you. The team hopes he continues on this path, and if he does, that's a that's a relief. Will Myers uh, came off the bench yesterday and got a and got a hit. He had been in a, a bit of a funk. I loved your note today. I think it was in the newsletter about Tatis had a bad had a quote bad series against Milwaukee. I think he I I noted to you one on a text the other day. He was zero for nine uh, with six strikeouts, but he had a couple sacrifice flies, and he ended up with what like three for twelve and three or four RBIs and a couple of walks and it was like wow if that's a bad series for somebody yeah the midwesterners the nice midwesterners that i was talking about were uh screaming overrated at him after a couple of those uh, <laughs> hey and that's that's what happens when you only yeah. go to a place once in a season and you're you know at an 0 for 9 stretch but you know what jay i should do like a tati series tracker because 
it's not the first time. And I'm glad that you got it. How I wrote it is like, that's just really talk about special players. The amount of times where I'm like, man, Tatis hasn't been very good lately. And it's like, you know, five for 16 yeah. or five for 17 with like a homer, four stolen bases, three walks, you know, scored eight runs. It's like, wow. Or, or, you know. <laughs> All right. Now go, now go fix his throwing. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll write about that today uh, a little bit. Um, how about the play he made yesterday? And it wasn't it wasn't super super spectacular, but he did a three sixty and he caught yeah. this very soft line drive. And it's like, you know, here's what to give you a, a, a teaser of uh, uh, what's it called a spoiler uh, of what I'm going to write about is is uh, you know people talk about of all the tools, defense is the one that takes the longest. I mean, this guy could be four or five years into the league before mm-hmm. he figures out how to harness that arm and when and, and just stops making the occasional uh, dumb decision because, hey, I've got the arm that can throw 98. Right, um, right. So I'm going to try it. And, and it's worked out for me before. It'll be so cool. Um, it could be a while. You know, it seems I, like it seems like it's in his head a little bit in terms of the throws. And he's sometimes he zips it. Sometimes he tries to lob it. He bounces it. But, you know. If I, I yes. still, he's he's on a pace for a lot of errors. I don't expect him to continue on, uh, you know, on a pace like that. But I, but I think he. Uh, you mean like a record pace? For yeah, <laughs> but I'm I'm sure that uh, I'm sure he'll be fine. Anyway, I will yeah. wish you a, a good weekend in Houston, and we will come back and do a episode on Tuesday. Uh, Monday's the holiday; they have a day game, but we will we will get together on on Tuesday morning since the Padres don't play until that night and we'll uh, we'll talk about what's happened uh, over the holiday weekend but stay safe out there everyone take care